catch up, Chris. I haven't seen you in a while, bud. It's been a while, brother. It's uh, it's been a hot, it's been a hot minute. I feel like since uh, you took uh, you took a big trip to the potato land. All right, you ready to like get 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 your mind blown by that? Mind blown? Yeah, you ready? Let me hear. I didn't see a single potato out there. Yeah, no potatoes, no corn, nothing. Like I'm still mind blown by it. It's wild. Like I like. As I as I told Josie, and I won't reveal his real name, but watching the football team boyfriend just to protect his identity. As I told both of them, I was like, I'm kind of disappointed with the potato ration. <laughs> the rest of the civilization around. That's funny. Just loved it out there. Definitely Looks like you had a great need, time. Much needed break. I'm a forward to going back out there again next year. Awesome, awesome place to visit. Chris, you're definitely gonna have to come out there when uh yeah when I'm out there. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Chris, how how we doing, man? How how we feeling? I haven't really talked to you much since I actually came back. Yeah, things are good. You know, same old. How about you? Oh, same old stuff. You know, just a little bit of heartbreak, but that's fine. (laughs) So, um, what do you what do you loving, Chris? I I got gotta hear. I gotta think of something right now because I completely forgot. What are you loving? So uh, I'm loving the start that my uh, Rangers are off to. They're four and one and one. They got nine points, and they're second in the Metro right now. Now, yes, mm-hmm. I know it's, it's early on in the year, but um, you know, it's very Igor, early on in the year. Igor Shazarkin looks great. You know, he looks like he's going to be the legit heir apparent to Lundqvist. Um, when healthy, this guy is a phenom, and it seems to be like this grit and the new coach that we got is really, really is making a difference. You know. We're winning, we're winning these games early on this year that we weren't winning last year. And we're not even clicking offensively yet, which is great because, you know, those are the games you got to win when you don't have your best stuff. And um, I'm excited for this team this year. So that's what I'm loving. I like it. Um, yeah, what am I loving? I got to think about this. This is tough. Um, all right. I'm going to be cheap. I'm gonna be cheap with this one, Chris. I I, I deserve I deserve a cheap one. <laughs> I'm uh I'm loving I, I'm loving the blue field at uh Boise. So like Chris, when I, you see it, when you see I respect it, it, when you see it on TV, what do you like? You think like that's just that just can't be real, right? Yeah. Nah, I, it's very real. Um, so the game I went to, I'll just do a whole thing. It's my loving thing. I was just loving. I just loved my time at Boise and Boise State. Um, they played Air Force and like just like not good at at football this year. So like they lost, but it's just a good atmosphere. Cool. Um, I learned the BSU fight chant, Chris. So like I I now know it like permanently. So I, I guess I'm. I'm sure Joe's uh, made you learn that one. Oh, dude, she! I had to learn a lot about Boise State. It was it was a lot to learn, but I learned I learned every little possible thing of it. Um, and yeah, I just again, I guess what I'm loving is uh, just the, the whole vibe that that I got out at Boise. That's what, I'm just trying to get it all out of my system now, Chris. You know what I mean? Hey, I'm glad you had a good time. You deserve it. <laughs> Appreciate that. But you know what? I'm not happy about Chris. No, I'm not happy about it at all. What? I'm not happy about this uh this outcome to the ALCS. Oh, uh, I'm very happy. How could you possibly be happy? 
Yeah, just can't. I don't want to see the Red Sox in the World Series. Yeah, but you want you want to see you want to see the cheating Astros there. I want to see them fail miserably again. Prove that they can't win a World Series without cheating. Uh, I mean, yeah, we'll we'll learn tomorrow night. But uh, but uh, yeah, the Red Sox they uh, they lose in six to the Astros. The offense just uh, took a nap and never woke up from it. That's really the best way to describe it. You know, nasty yeah. Nate. Nasty Nate just went out. You know, went out and did his thing, but couldn't get any get any run support at all. Uh, Red Sox dropped the final two, nine to one and five nothing. Um, on top of that, even before that, even before that, they lost a heartbreaking nine to two game. It was two to one, or it was three to two, bottom of the eighth or ninth, or top of the ninth. And for some reason, they thought let's bring in Martin Perez after after. Uh, Avaldi, you know, accidentally gave up a run. They bring, let's bring in our worst possible pitcher, and he huh. did exactly what you think he'd do. He gave up a crap ton of runs, and is just a terrible pitcher. And quite honestly, I never want to see him in a Red Sox uniform again. <laughs> but it is what it is. Um, you guys had a good season. Red Sox weren't even supposed to be here, so you know that, that's how you got. That's how you got to take it at this point. Uh, Red Sox, they had zero business at. Being being in the uh, ALCS after the hot start they had in the second half of the year, they just fell apart completely, not completely, but almost completely, and then they were able to put it put an ALCS run together. So, and they almost won. And they, and they quite honestly, they should have won, but they just lost. They just their offense just got quiet, and they couldn't recover from that. Yeah, offense went cold and uh, bad pitching in the late innings for you guys. Yep, story of the Red Sox. So the cheating Astros, they're off cheating themselves to the World Series, which I don't know if you saw this, Chris, but like there's a conspiracy theory. Now, we don't do conspiracy theories that often on here, but there's a conspiracy theory that the Astros are cheating again. I heard about it. It's Whistlegate now, because apparently mm. when they're supposed to swing, they're whistling at each other now. So we'll, we'll see what happens against the Braves, but yeah. spoiler alert, that's who they're playing in the World Series for those who Spoil- aren't following Spoiler alert, Spoiler alert to me and Matt are definitely both rooting for the Braves. Oh, I mean, America's rooting for the Braves, America. except for the city of except for the city of Houston. Yeah, and maybe like a couple Mets fans here and there because I know the Mets Braves rivalry is it's it's a thing. So, but uh, yeah. yeah, the Braves they did it. They didn't blow a three one lead this time against the Dodgers. They actually, um, they they win in six as well. Um, this team has just been something else to watch in the playoffs. They had the worst, one of the worst records in the playoffs, and yet they're in the World Series. Like, can't get better than that. Unbelievable. Um, so I guess, Chris, the uh, the golden question for you and me: who's uh, who's winning it, and in how many, and who's going to be your World Series MVP? <sighs> Well, I'm rooting against the Astros, but I I, I got a bad feeling they're going to win in six. Who's your MVP? Fucking uh, MVP is going to be, uh, what's his name? Who's that? Their uh, first baseman. Can't blank it on his name. Alvarez? Uh, you think about him? Yeah. yeah I, mean, I, he, he, I mean, he just tore apart the Red Sox. So. I, think he continues, I think he continues his uh, hot postseason. But I'm hoping for the opposite outcome. All right. Realistically, 
I'm gonna. I, I think this is gonna go seven. I think since it's gonna go seven, and I think okay. it's about time the MVP of this series gets a ring, and it's Freddie Freeman of the Freddie Atlanta Freeman? Braves. It's I, about time he gets a ring. One That'd of the be best nice. first basemen, really, in the past couple of years, doesn't have a ring yet. Let's get him one. I'm rolling with the Braves in seven. All right. I hope so. I mean, quite on, I mean, best case scenario, Chris, it's Braves in four, but that's just not going to happen. We, we yeah, would, both agree on that. That'd be great. So I guess this is the one time of year where Red Sox fans and Yankees fans unite. Yeah. And now you and I are both the biggest Braves fans on the planet, just like the rest of the world, basically, because nobody wants to see Astros win. Nope. Go Braves. We go Braves. But, you know, speaking of all the the Red Sox losing and the Astros winning, stresses me out, Chris, every single time I think about it, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. I got. I needed a massage after after games. Got one. Want to hear how I got one? Let me hear it. All right. The Burning Chris broadcast is brought to you by Exogun. You ever do a workout and feel like you need a massage after? Well, get your massage without having to leave the house. Don't let pain and soreness slow you down. Exogun revives muscle, boosts circulation, and releases energy so you can recover faster and live better. Take it wherever you need it. Work, the gym, the trail, the ballpark. Uh to your living rooms for the next couple couple of nights watching the World Series. And put the power <laughs> of percussion massage therapy massage oh, let me try that again. And put the power of percussion massage treatment in your hands. It's portable, adjustable, and powerful. Exogun is treat is trusted by the pros to deliver in the ultimate recovery. Like I just said, you can use it for percussion therapy. I know what you're thinking. What is percussion therapy? Percussion therapy boosts muscle function in recovery by penetrating deep into the muscle tissue with a series of rapid pulsating, constant strokes. Gain back control of your body and achieve long-term pain relief with Exogun. Here is the important part. Get 10% off with the code CGS10, as in the number 10 at checkout. Comes with a charger and carrying case. Today, go get yourself an Exogun and treat yourself at a moment's notice. Again, CGS 10, number 10, 10% off of your order. Good stuff, as always. Absolutely. It's been a while since I've had to read that, Chris. <laughs> there, there you go. That's one down. Let's see if I can get through the other one later on. But, <laughs> but uh, got to ask you, Chris, since, you know, how you, f- you already kind of, like, hinted at it a little bit, but I want to, like, I want a full in-depth analysis so far because you kind of just gave off the brief points. Um. How are you feeling about your Rangers? Good, Dude, solid yeah. stuff. I know you kind of already went over it, but I want to hear more about your Rangers. Yeah. You know what? Certain sports coaching really does matter, and one of those sports is hockey, actually. You know, you look at the teams that are successful and have continued success in the NHL. What do they need? Good coaching. You need four lines that can do everything, and you need hot goaltending. Hot goaltending is always what helps you win a Hey, you need a fan base. To not cheer to you guys good, on. Not to mention good fans, which we have as Ranger at, at Rangerstown as, as fans. <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm impressed with what Galan has done with his team. Um, young players continue to um improve. Kako Kako, um, 
Lafiniere seems to be taking a second-year lead. Um, Chris Crowder continues to be um, great on the power play, deflecting, uh, being a force of havoc in front of the net. And uh, people like Goodrow and um, Reeves and these other grit players that we signed, um, they make a difference. Um, defenseman Adam Fox, still arbitrary. He just I didn't think this guy could get better after winning the Norris, and he, he continues to get better each year. Um, unbelievable. But, yeah, the team is great. Uh, I love the start. Like I said, I don't think we're clicking fully offensively. We haven't yet. And we're still winning games, which is important. And that's a sign of a of a of a changed team that I haven't seen in the past years. So uh, they're on tonight. They're on Friday. Uh, I might be going to the game Friday. We're gonna see. Ooh. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for what the season hasn't 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 um has entailed for us. <laughs> should be a should be a good time for you guys. Then, uh, huh? What What about you, Matt? The Sharks are off to a hard start. Hey, Sharks are off to a hot start indeed. Um. I got the opportunity to go see them yesterday in Boston. Um, they lost, but the reason why the reason why I'm not like really being all sad when I say they lost is because it was their first loss of the year. They were entering that game four and zero, first time since 2015 they were four and zero. And I mean, here's the thing: going into this game, when you play the Jets, the Canadians, the Senators, and the Maple Leafs. For your first four games, Canada, except for uh, Vancouver, you're gonna beat all four of them. Chris, I think you and I can begin another year of Maple Leaf slander right here. When I say that, you know, a Pee Wee hockey team could probably beat the Leafs right now. Yeah, um, high, high. They continue to neglect goaltending. They have so much offensive power, but <laughs> goaltending and defense is always like, an issue. Poor Austin Matthews, because like he's a great hockey player. He's just stuck in Toronto. Oh, he's unbe- he's unbelievable. Then you know, then you have the Senators, who they haven't been relevant in years. <laughs> no, uh, the Canadians, uh, young, young, um, young and upcoming team, but not they're a couple years away. No, the Canadians, they got to sit. They're fighting off uh, Cup Blues right now. Yeah, and then there's Winnipeg, who you know they always seem to screw things up. There you go. So, so when you go and when you go and play a team like the Bruins, who only had one loss going into this game as well, um, something's got to give. And fortunately, the Bruins they did beat the Sharks four to three. It was one going into the third period, and then about a little over through the Sharks got out of nowhere and scored two very quick goals. And then the last it was like six six and a half. Um, Sharks were just, you know, they, they pulled, they pulled, um, <laughs> they, they pulled Reimer because Hill and goal, but he just sucked yesterday. So they put in James Reimer, um, you know, shout out, shout out to that old guy very well. And, and, uh, they pulled him, get the, uh, the, get the sixth man out there and the Sharks, they just, they just couldn't get it in. They had a couple opportunities where, um, where they could have, uh, one thing that they need to work on. Um, I can't believe I have to say he sends that loud, is shooting the damn general. Um, they're very good at passing, Chris. You would not believe how good this team is at passing. They're very yeah. good at it. It's just that they're a little too good at it to the point where they just forget that they also have to shoot. Yeah. Because on the few power plays that they had yesterday, they uh, they kind of just shot it like once or twice for the most part. 
and like they they, they enjoy passing it. Like you, you can't win hockey games if you're just gonna pass the puck back and forth. Like like yay, you're working on passing. That's awesome, but not during a power play. No, yeah, you gotta get, you gotta get pucks on that. Always gotta shoot, gotta score. shoot pucks um, and bodies on that. Gotta gotta shoot it. But overall, they've looked great so far. Uh, Myers looked good. Uh, Hurdle Powers looked good. Carlson's looking good. Uh, Burns looks good. Not much to complain right now about the Sharks, but you know, give us give them a month. I'm sure they'll be. I'm sure they will. I'm, sure I'm, I'm, I'm not worried about that department at all. <laughs> um, for our, for our Boston fans, yeah, yeah, your good old Bruins. Uh, as I just hinted, they won their game yesterday, four to three against the uh, against the Sharks. Um, Y'all got lucky that the, y'all got lucky that the comeback started a little too late for San Jose. Um, something that I think was funny to, to uh, see on Twitter, Chris. I don't know how many like Bruins fans you have on Twitter or anything like that, but like every Bruins fan was complaining about like how long they had to wait in between each game because they had because like the first week of the season they didn't play till that Saturday, and they beat I heard, the Star- I heard about it. Yeah, they, they beat the Stars three to one, and then they had to wait until the 20th to get absolutely shellacked by the Flyers. Uh, Martin Jones really, really played a great game against the Bruins, which it's like Martin Jones, where the heck was this all of last year uh, for San Jose? Um, then they played Buffalo. Um, Buffalo's off to a good start this year, but it's Buffalo. Um, then they played the Sharks. So they're overall, they're th- they are, let's fucking count right, 3-1 and one to start the year. Um, you know, the window was closing for the Bruins to be a top team team in the East. Um, it is yeah. might have closed a little bit more unexpectedly when Krejci announced that he was leaving the team, but not worried about not worried about the Bruins at all. They're a good team. They'll they'll be fine. Pasta's there. Bergeron's looking good. Um, Allmark Allmark and Swayman and goal have been good so far. I mean, Allmark had that one bad game against the Flyers, and of course, Bruins fans are being typical Bruins fans. They're like, "All right, get this guy off the team. He sucks." And it's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, there, Tuka Raskater. Hang on, wait a minute, too. Give 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 Allmark a chance. You know, defense in front of them before. And now he does. So, so, but you know, not, nothing to worry about with the Bruins yet. Um, Derek Forbort, of course, had to have a had. Had to have a career game yesterday against against the Sharks. Love that. Not really, but it is what it is. Um, they, next game for the Bruins is Wednesday night. They're playing the Panthers, who are also off to a hot start this year, so that should be a good one. Um, and then the Sharks, I forgot to mention their next game. They play tomorrow night against against Nashville. So I'm just excited hockey's back, Chris. I don't know about you. Yeah, I'm loving it. You're loving it? Yeah. <laughs> We already did that segment, Chris. I know. <laughs> um, you know who's probably not loving it right now, but at the same time loving it maybe a little bit? Who? The Seattle Kraken. Yeah. So, like, you and I roasted that roster pretty badly. Like, we did. Yeah. We did. I knew, like, we, a lot of hockey fans, we all came to an agreement that, all right, this, they're probably not going to have the same. Uh, season, not the same inaugural season that Vegas had a few years ago. But holy moly, this team is uh, not great right now. They have one win against Nashville, and they have uh, let's see, one, two, three, five losses. They're one five right now. Yeah, they are going to be a work in progress. We'll see. They are going to be a work in progress. That's right. 
They've looked good uh, at times, but it, it's going to take a little bit for this team to get going. They got a nice uh, three-game home home homestand coming up against the Canadian, the Wild, and your Rangers, actually, on Halloween night, Chris. Yeah. So, so, so some Sunday scaries right there, potentially, for, for the Rangers if the Kraken beat up on them. But, <laughs> but it, it's going to take them a little bit. Uh, Tanev, Brandon Tanev, Tanev, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, the guy who can't smile in pictures, the guy who looks funny in pictures. He's been he's been good so far. Um, Mark Giordano, the captain, he's looked good. It, it's just it, everyone else needs to get needs to get clicking, basically. Gruba, Grubauer let in a sneaker the other night too, which honestly it was the difference maker in um, in their game against uh, against Vancouver. But I have faith that this team will win a few more games this year. They won't just win one game. No, like I said, they're a work in progress. Exactly. Well, Chris, before we get before we get into uh into football and, and and basketball, a little secret. What's up? Well, I gotta ask you a question first before I tell you the secret. Okay. Chris, do you ever feel unable to focus and tired or are you, or are you just low on energy? Of course. Dude, I understand that feeling. I understand it so well that I did something. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so I got, got something for you. The Bernie and Chris podcast is brought to you by the Couch Guy Sports Network and sponsored by our friends over at Shocked Energy. Shocked Energy is a drink made by gamers for gamers. All their flavors compact with, a hun- with 180 milligrams of caffeine to ensure that no matter what, no matter what you'll focus, will always be razor sharp to keep you performing at the top of your game. Their formulas are designed to sp- specifically oh, that's trip me up every week. Specifically get your high energy boost when you need it the most and to ensure to avoid the jitters after too much caffeine consumption. Head on over to shockedenergy.com and use the promo mm-hmm. code CGSN to save 10% off of your order. Check out their green apple flavored box or even their watermelon flavored box. Oh, and don't worry. They ship worldwide. So, Chris, you could be all the way in, like, Antarctica hanging out with and you could be like, oh, I want some shocked energy. Well, perfect. You could just go online and order it. I don't know if they got Wi-Fi over in Antarctica, but if order some shocked energy, that's pretty cool, huh? Very cool. So go on out there today. Go get yourself some shocked energy and help us help you gain your focus back and your energy back. Good stuff over at Shocked Energy. Good stuff as always. But uh, let's jump in. Let's jump into into the NBA really quick. So the Celtics are off to a slow start. I don't know if you've been watching it all, Chris, but it's it's been kind of slow. Actually, I'm trying to. Uh... I got a new streaming device now for my TV, so I'm, I'm able to stream games more straight from my phone. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be trying to follow the Celtics a lot more because obviously I only I only could watch them when they're on national TV. But now that I have the stream, I just stream it right from this website. That's awesome. Yes, yeah, slow start, Matt. Like I was telling you, I said the big guy and a couple others are on Twitter. Uh, relax. We're three games in. Um, I'll I, relax. I do, I do like what I've seen from this team. You know, Tatum's going to continue to be Tatum. Um, uh, my only critique about him is I don't want him settling. As good of a jump shot he has, I don't want him settling for that. He's best when he's driving to the hoop. 
because yeah. he's unstoppable when he does that. Uh, Jalen Brown continues to blossom into a superstar, and I'm I'm loving what we're seeing from the bench. It's not, it's something that we didn't have last year. A bench that like you feel confident coming in. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I don't know what you feel about the bench, Matt. I like the bench. Um, how long do you think this Marcus Smart starting at point guard experiment lasts? How long do you think this lasts? Uh, not too much longer, probably. He, <laughs> he's, be, he's better off for this team as a sixth man. He is. It's you know you know it's like good for Marcus Smart. Yes, he does. He does deserve an opportunity to be the starting point guard of the team. He does. He's more than earned it. But he's still now and then that he shouldn't be taking. And yeah. it's just like, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> um, overall, though, I'm not really concerned about the Celtics' one and two start. Um, really don't care re- about, you know, everyone saying like, oh, you know, they're in trouble, blah, 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 blah. blah. They're not in trouble. They are not in we're trouble three, enough. We're, we're it three is three goddamn in. games into the season. And we play in the East. Yeah, exactly. Like, the East is wide open this year. Yeah. So, I'm not too concerned yet. Um, they'll fix, you know, once this team gets rolling, there's a real chance they could be steamrolling some guys. There's yeah, a real chance. I agree. But, um, since we never got a chance to do it, Chris, uh, what's your, uh, NBA finals prediction? All right. Yeah. I got the Nets versus the Utah Jazz. Whoa. Yeah. And I, Whoa. I, got, and I got Utah winning it all. Wow. Yeah, All right, I'm a little I, surprised. Utah is a great basketball team. They're highly well coached. And um, uh, their starter, one through five, their starters are great. And they got an elite bench. And I feel like that team just is always flying under the radar with Dan Schneider. Um, Donovan Mitchell is an absolute superstar. Um, Jordan Clarkson is a beast. That's six men off the bench. Uh, if, if Mike Conley can stay healthy and they, and they get uh, – they got some good. They got, got they got a good team, man. They really they do have a good team over there. And um, yeah, so I'm gonna be bold with my prediction this year. I don't want to go with the basic team. All right, well, here's my like stupid prediction. Then after hearing that, Chris, you're probably like, "What the heck <laughs> is this?" I got Milwaukee going back to the finals. Okay. Golden State meeting up there. I I like the I like it. And. Once Golden State gets Clay back, oof, watch out. I know. And on top of that, I have Golden State winning in six. Love it. Love I'm it. gonna I'm gonna roll a Golden State in six this year. Um, I just think, like you said, Chris, once Clay comes back, this team this team is gonna be dangerous because Clay he's gonna be playing with a chip on his shoulder because of this whole uh, NBA 75th anniversary team. Um, he's very upset that he wasn't included on it, and and I think he's gonna he think he's he's gonna play motivated, and he hasn't played. We haven't seen him in two years either. So on top of that, he's already motivated. So now he's got extra motivation. And I just think he's just gonna come out guns blazing. I think the Warriors are just gonna just do what they did and just steamroll everybody all the way to the championship this year. Yeah, the West is gonna be tough, a tough out for them, but. With with him and Curry and the rest of that game, Jordan Poole and the rest of that, Draymond. Even though he's not the same Draymond, he's still effective. Um, mm-hmm. I I just I, they I get, just like, they get I just like what the Warriors are doing. I like what no, they're doing. They look good. They're well coached, and uh, they're definitely going to be high up there in the West this year. Yeah, they are. And before anyone comes at us, it's like okay, or me specifically. What about the Lakers? Or what about the Nets? 
Well, first of all, if you're not listening, Chris already said the Nets. Second of all, the reason why I don't have the Nets is because I think this Kyrie saga is going to play a factor on this team. No doubt about it. Yeah, it already is. People yes. actually had a, pro- a protest for him at, Bar- at uh, Barclays yesterday. Yeah. It's a, it's already a distraction. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a bigger and bigger thing. Um, and then as for the Lakers, I mean, they're old. Old teams, they won't be able to last against some of the middle-aged, the young teams in the league. And I think eventually they'll just get tired. I know that's kind of like a stupid thing to say about pro athletes here, but I just don't know if they're going to be able to compete, compete deep in the playoffs against teams like Utah, like Golden State, like, you know, I'm trying to, Clippers, assuming they get there this year, or Denver. You know those those types of teams right there. I just don't know if they're able to, to to keep up with them late in the season. Yeah, you can never count the Lakers out. No, they, definitely not. Um, but uh, I'm curious to see how they end up gelling and what their uh, what their bench is going to look like because they have a lot of options coming off the bench time. Mm-hmm. I'm ex- I'm excited for basketball to be back in general, but I'm more excited to talk about this college football game that we're about to talk about, Chris. Yeah. So. Did you watch any college football this week, or do I have to call you a fake fan? Yeah, I did not watch any college football. All right, fake fan. All right, so here's what happened. So we had a nine-overtime game. I don't know if you're aware of that. I heard about it. I I saw the highlights. 20-18 to is the final score. Illinois upsets Penn State. Nine goddamn overtimes, Chris. Like, that is the longest college football game ever, and only 20 points was needed to win <sighs> poor, poor Penn State. But Illinois gets their third win of the year in fashion, of course, nine overtimes. Um, Penn State in this game, Sean Clifford only threw a touchdown, 19 34, 165 yards. The running back leading rusher for this one was Noah Kane, three yards. Leading receiver was Jahan Dotson, six receptions, 58 yards, touchdowns with the Keandre Lambert Smith. It this game it just got so sloppy, Chris. That like I was I knew it was gonna go in the overtime. I didn't expect nine of them. And on top of that, too, I like the rule where after three overtimes, it's just two point conversions. I like that because it speeds yeah. things up. But Penn State and Illinois had other ideas. But what 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 do you think, Chris? From the highlights that you saw of this game? Wow, you don't see this often. I think college overtime is pretty wild in general. It's a wild concept that got going. And, um, uh, yeah, college football has been pretty remarkable this year with some of these crazy overtime games. Mm-hmm. This was, like, this was a pretty tame week for college football overall compared to what we've seen in the past what? This, this season. Um, the new top ten, um, it's how Georgia's. About the, how about the Army, the Army game in uh, Wake Forest? I did not see that game, admittedly, but I know it there was, was a lot of 70, points scored in 75 that. to 50. Wow. Yeah, so they both hit the over by themselves. Um, <laughs> yeah, jeez. Pretty, pretty to say. <laughs> Both hit the over. But um, the top ten, uh, new top ten heading into this week, it's Georgia, Cincinnati, Alabama, Oklahoma, Ohio State, Michigan, Oregon, Michigan State, Iowa, Mississippi. Michigan and Michigan State play each other this week. That's number six versus number eight in the nation. That's going to be good. Yeah, I'm pumped for that one. That's going to be a fun one to watch. It's rare for me to say that something good is going to happen with a Michigan State game because I despise them, but Me that's going to be a good game to watch. I hate Michigan State. I can't I can't stand both schools, but 
Kent State, Michigan State more. I'm big Michigan, big Michigan guy this week, Chris. Yes. I'm also a big Patriots guy, especially after this winning. Oh man. What? Jets are are a dumpster fire. They are so bad. I can't believe this Jets team beat the Titans still. It's funny because you know typical Jet fans. I know a lot of my friends are Jet fans, as I tell Matt and others. Yeah. But they live in such a delusional world, and you know they were hyping up. I'm not saying the jury's out on their coach, but they were all up in arms about this about Rob, whatever is that? What's his name? Robert Sala. Robert Sala, that he was the answer, and Joe Douglas is the answer with his drafts. Now, I I'm not saying they can't be good in the future, but. If they don't protect Zach Wilson, this kid is not going to stand a chance in the NFL because he's not going to be able to progress the way he should. Well. And and you got to feel bad for this guy. Well, guess who's out for two weeks? Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson, um, I think it's a, it's a partially torn PCL injury that he had that he suffered in the first half yesterday. Um, he's out for two weeks, had an MRI confirmed and everything. You hate two weeks to see at that. A minimum. Yeah, two weeks minimum. Like, you hate to see that to a young quarterback, uh, especially like a rookie quarterback. Um, the hit, you know, Jets fans, borderline, players, border, coaches. Border, borderline dirty or what? No, it wasn't dirty. Ju- uh, Judon didn't mean to do that. He did not mean I to know, do that. He even, a- even, anytime even you said, go for the knees, it's a tough area. It's, it's, it, 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 it's, it's a gray area. It's a gray area of discussion. But, like, Judon, you know, he went out on Twitter last night. And said that, you know, he wishes nothing but the best for Zach Wills and hopes for him for a speedy recovery. I don't think Judon was trying to hurt him or anything like that. He was just trying to bring him down. That's about it. No, it's part of football, but anytime you hit below the knees, it is considered a dirty hit. Yeah. If he gets fined for it, you know, I'm sure I'm sure there'll be an uproar about it. But Yeah. But, you know, Mac Jones, uh quarterback for the Patriots. Um we all know how I who I felt how the season. Uh, this was by far his best game of the year so far. 24 for 36, 307, two touchdowns, zero picks. Um, this game got so out of hand that Brian Hoyer had to come into the game, Chris. Hmm. And he actually went three for four for 79 yards. And then Kendrick Bourne, the wide receiver, his first career pass went for a, for a 25-yard touchdown to Nelson Aguilar. That's that. how the scoring started. Just yeah. a great, great game. Just a great game overall. What do you, how yeah, about you, Giants, Chris? I thought the Patriots looked good, Matt. I, I, I watched the highlights on Red Zone here and there. Yeah, I, had, I had to watch the highlights, too, just because, uh, you know, the Bruins, Bruins-Sharks yesterday, so I missed this game. But, it, you know, I, I was very happy with the highlights, very happy to see what Mac did. I mean, Damian Harris also ran for two scores and 106 yards. Um, yeah. just, a, just a great team win of a 54-13 to 13 game. First team to break 50 this year, too, and it's great, great, great to have that. Definitely. So uh, what happened with you? Giants, Giants finally got back on the winning board with uh, a depleted offense. Um, so uh, defense had to finally step up. They haven't stepped up all year, and they uh, they finally looked like a decent defense. Uh, they actually got pressure to the quarterback. Now uh, I'm not going to take it too much into this win. It is the Carolina Panthers. They're not that great of a team. But um, it, it, it does feel good. You know, you don't root for your team to lose. Um, they play the Chiefs on Monday night. Now, you know, going into this game the whole year, I was saying, oh, fuck, that's a loss. But, you know, Chiefs aren't that great of a team right now. Their defense is atrocious. 
And uh, their offensive line has issues. So if you can pressure Mahomes right now, they are vulnerable. Um, and so you know, who knows? Maybe they sneak out a win against the Chiefs, and then they they play um, they play the Raiders. Maybe they can get to four and five. I doubt they will going into the bye. But uh, as as me, I'm hoping Kenny Galloway, uh, Kadarius Tony, and Barkley can maybe get back on the field next week and Shepard. Um, let's get Daniel Jones' weapons back. Because um, uh, it is what it is at this season, but I, I do truly believe Daniel Jones is the guy. What even when they do fire David Gettleman, hopefully. Um, how about that catch he had too? I mean, yeah, that's that. very like, Odell Beckham like. Yeah, it might might even have been better than Beckham when you really look at it. it oh was my an god, absolute, absolute crazy catch. And um, yeah, so we'll see. I, I, for the Giants, to take it week by week. Like like I said, it's hockey season for me, but. Um, I'm not rooting for losses. Um, I, that. I want to continue. One, that's all that matters, right? I, I want to continue to see Jones impress, which he has. He's been impressing me for the most <coughs> most of the year. And um, if we can get Kadarius back, I want to see what he can do. And uh, looking towards the future, and whatever happens with this season happens. I like that. All right, let's make fun of Patrick Mahomes. Let's do it. It's rare that we get a chance to do it, but let's do it. Leading the league in turnovers. He's leading the league in turnovers. He's leading the league of being a bad quarterback. Not really, but so <laughs> so so. First things first. We're not going to make fun of him getting out, being ruled out of the game yesterday because of the hit that he took. We're not doing that. You know, he took he took a nasty hit to the head. Somehow cleared concussion protocol. I'm not too sure about that one, but we'll we'll we'll, we'll leave that alone. But this year in general. He has thrown for 2,093 yards. All right, not bad. 18 touchdowns. All right, not bad. And then nine interceptions. And he has 11 turnovers overall, I think. Oh, boy. Not great right now. Not great right now to be Mahomes. Top of that, the Chiefs are under 500 right now. Uh, They're three and four. Down year for them. And he just... The, the Chiefs in general are just a bad team right now. They are. They are a bad team. It's crazy to say that, but this is not a good team at all. No, they're not. That's why I said it. it's beatable. It's a winnable game for the Giants now, which is crazy. It that's crazy to think that it is, but it really is. Um, and you know, just want to point this out there too, Chris. You know, anytime that Jackson Mahomes does a little TikTok dance, which by the way, screw him for what he did last week. Um, Chiefs lose. Except for last week. Just saying. Just saying, you know, maybe maybe he maybe Patrick should tell his family, hey, get the hell off of social media. You're ruining my name. Literally. (laughs) Literally. Um before we go over the week seven scores and all that fun stuff. What do you think of all this Deshaun Watt? All these trade talks. what what do you think? You gotta take it with a grain of salt. Um I'm kind of hoping he gets traded, Matt, because the NFL knows more than what they're telling us as fans, and we're not going to find out what's going on with him until he gets traded and a team tries to play him, mm-hmm. if that if that makes sense to you. Yeah. No. So, um, right I, 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 go ahead. No, I, like I just – like you said, like I just don't buy it, though. Like you said, it's it's tough to buy. Like, Dolphins, are they going to give up their whole future for him? Like, that's really the only realistic team right now that has the capital and the need to want him. Mm-hmm. And from everything I'm hearing, they 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 like Tua. But you know what? Yeah. If if the Dolphins continue with the trend they're doing, Brian Flores is going to be a goner. And 
you know, with the new house, may, it's more of an off-season move, I see, Common. I, I don't think he will be playing football this year. No, because the Texans right now, they're just paying him just to sit at home. Yeah. So I feel like they're, they're going to try to get rid of him because uh, the deadline, the trade deadline's eight days away, I believe. So if it happens, def- trade deadline, it will happen. But I still don't think it will. Yeah. Um, if it happens, uh, hopefully the NFL acts right away and just says, nope, not happening. Yeah, you're not playing, or maybe something uh, legal, legal investigation-wise um, will happen. But uh, let's go yeah. over week seven, close things out. Uh, back on Thursday night, Browns beat the Broncos 17-14 without Baker Mayfield, Kareem Hunt, and Nick Chubb. Case Keenum deserves a lifetime contract for that performance that he did. Yeah, ugly win. Uh, Titans stunned the Chiefs 27-3 to yesterday. Yeesh. Yeah, time to start talking about the Titans. Yep. I think this, this was their first quality win this year. That's all they I'm really, going to say, though. They are a contender. Yeah. Uh, Packers beat Washington 24-10. Rodgers, you know, he owned the Bears last week, and now he owns Washington. They are rolling. Uh, Bengals beat the Ravens 41-17 in Baltimore. Take over first place in the A. This team is legit. Yeah, you know what, Matt? The Bengals gave me hope as a Giants fan because not too long ago they were in a similar spot. So, but like the Bengals are legit. You know, uh, Jamar Chase legit, Joe Burrow legit, mm-hmm. teams legit. Love it. Uh, the Giants beat the Panthers twenty-five-three. Uh, just good win for good win for the Giants. Like they needed yeah. a win. <laughs> yeah, much needed. Uh, speaking of needing a win, the Falcons beat the Dolphins thirty to twenty-eight on a last-second field goal as time was expiring. Miami drops to one and six. Lol, 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 lol. Uh, lol, lol. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Patriots just destroy the Jets fifty-four thirteen. About damn time they went at home this year. <laughs> yeah, Jets are pathetic. The fact Patriots. that it took until almost November for the Patriots to win at home—that's a problem. Yeah. Uh, the Raiders. Beat the Eagles 33-22. Not much of an accomplishment because you beat the Eagles, but you're 2-0 and after the uh, John Gruden fallout. Yeah, Raiders, team to watch out for. They're legit, too, this year. They are. Uh, the Rams beat the Lions 28-19, and Jared Goff versus Matt Stafford, first time meeting each other since the trade. Uh, Cooper Cup had another big day. Uh, the, Ram- I mean, the Rams are legit. <laughs> yeah, Rams are legit, and I just want to say one thing about the Lions. Uh, regardless of their record, I have to say that team plays tough, and they're in every game. They are. They, it's not yeah. like they, not like every loss this year for them has been a complete blowout either. They've Maybe. been competitive every single I, time. I think the Jets are a worse team, regardless oh, of their record. Jaguars. Yeah, Jaguars too. Um, the the Bucks beat the Bears thirty eight three. Tom Brady didn't didn't forget this time. What down it was. Uh, this was this was ugly. This was how about, ugly. How about the fan, man? I know I'm going off that uh, Mike Evans threw 600 pass away. Yeah. How about that fan? I would have kept the ball. I'm sorry. I would have. I would have held that for a little bit of money because that's a once in a lifetime <laughs> opportunity. I would have. So my thing is, I would have returned it, and and I would have been like, hey, can I get season tickets for you know. For next, I would have got. I would have got both. I would have got the money in the season tickets. I would have been like, can I get season tickets and a photo op with Brady, like holding the ball, and like top of all. I would have I would have. I would have asked for like a million dollars season tickets. <laughs> you know how you know how much that ball is worth. Oh, so much money. 
unbelievable. But the guy, the, the guy did a nice thing. So, but I, I just mean, it's, that, it, it is history. You know, it, yeah, yeah. Don't be like Zach Han- a Rod situation. Don't do that. <laughs> Screw that guy. Anyways, um, Cardinals remain undefeated. They beat they beat the uh, the Texans thirty one to five. They're a wagon. <laughs> Who's gonna beat this team? Honestly, <laughs> they are a wagon. <laughs> they play Green Bay Thursday night this week, so that's gonna be a great matchup. Yeah, a good Thursday night game for once. Colts beat the 49ers in a monsoon last night. Thirty to eighteen was the final. Um, yeah, 49ers suck. Yeah, Carson wins. Uh, three weeks in a row playing well. He needed a new team. Who would have thought? LOL Eagle fans. Uh-huh. And then Monday night football tonight, absolute stinker. Uh, Saints, Seahawks, who you got? I got uh, Hawks. You going Hawks? Yeah, Hawks by three. Going Saints on the road. Uh, this is going to be a boring game. The uh, Eli yeah. Payton, uh, the Eli Payton broadcast is going to be more entertaining than the actual game itself. I'll be watching the Rangers and Celtics. <laughs> I'll blame you there. But that's going to do it for this week. Uh, good to be back. Um, look, definitely, I missed it, Chris. Did you miss it? It was good. Uh, it was a nice week to refresh for both of us. You enjoyed your vacation. I was busy at work. But, uh, yeah, we're, we're ready to rock and roll for uh, hockey season, basketball. We're going to be busy. Hell, yeah. So remember to always uh, wear your mask, social distance, wash your hands, and call all the Karens. And we will see you guys back here next week.